Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States, is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, selfish, selfish. You know, listening to the provocation. You know, listening to the provocation. Real people, real conversation. Real people, real conversation. You ready? You ready? Let's go. All right. Looks like we're back with another one, man. All right, yes, we are. A lot of stuff is going on. A lot of drama taking place over these past couple days. You know? Right. Looks like we got some people going to jail, man. But, you know. Yeah, time is up. Yeah, looks looks like we're getting getting closer and closer to the person who probably should really be in jail. But, you know, we'll we'll talk about that in, in a minute. Right. But in case you guys didn't know, Listening to the provocation, real people, real conversations. My name is Ron. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. And as always, I got my boy with me. And I'm Ronald L. Felton, the father and son tag team. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. With that being said, we welcome you to episode 74 in season two of The Provocation. Yes, indeed. And like we always say about this time, if you're listening live, we appreciate the love. If you're listening to the archive, we appreciate that, too. Mm-hmm. Today is Wednesday, December 12th, 2018. We are getting close to the end of the year. Seems like uh, just yesterday, we were starting the second season, man. We about to be going into oh. the third season. So there we go. That's crazy. What we what we gonna do for the next season? We, I mean, we, we gotta switch it up again, man. We gotta start um, reining some of these people into the message, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we always trying to reinvent ourselves. We'll see what uh what we do for season three. But anyway, hope everybody had a good day today. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. I know we usually come to you either Monday or Tuesday, but things coming the way. But we still want to bring some good content. Content. So we back here on a Wednesday. Um, it's been a pretty good, pretty good weekend, man. Pretty lazy. You know, I ain't been doing much. Mm-hmm. Just you know, around this time, it's just about getting the Christmas shopping out the way. Um, you know, my wife has a birthday coming up. Her her birthday's actually the twenty first. So, oh, basically, okay. I, 
Basically, I ain't got no money by the end of the year. You know how that go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be bringing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to work for the rest of the year. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, her birthday's the 21st, so i trying to do something nice for her. I already got a gift out the way for her birthday, so I ain't got to worry about that. But uh, I'll probably do a little get-together with some of our friends just to celebrate, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else going on, man? Oh, oh! Before we proceed, Giants got another win this weekend. How about that? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So, I'm pretty much at this point right now, and keep in mind too, they just won this last game against the Redskins, who really ain't in a – they're not in good condition right now. But we still didn't have Odell Beckham, and we didn't have Landon Collins playing the game. So, you know, even though we were going against a team that's kind of beat up, to not have basically your two – two of your best players out of the game and still score 40 points and hold them to, what, 16 points? Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that. Shoot, I can't mm-hmm. remember the last time the Giants scored 40 points. Can you? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Jesus, that's an epiphany. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this is what my season's going to be. Okay, I don't think we're going to the playoffs because we would need a damn miracle for that to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I do want to do that'll make my whole season is I just want to beat the Cowboys the last game of the season. I want to mm-hmm. be the deciding game as to whether or not they make the playoffs, and then I want to beat them. Okay. That's what I want to do. So that's what my whole season rests on right now. If we can get a win against the Dallas Cowboys the last game of the season, I consider this season, for for me personally, a success. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Just to make myself feel good, Uh it'll be a success. All right. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Of course, um, you know, as we see in every game, like I told you before the season started, that boy Saquon Barkley is as advertised. So yeah, you're right about that, man. I told you. Look, I wrote a quote. Yeah. I read a quote today, right? Uh huh. In uh, in Bleacher Report, it says you know they interview the players before the game. So we played the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Okay. Right. They quoted one of the one of the players saying that. If God had, if God made a running back, he would be Saquon. Mm. Now that's big. That's big. That's big. That's you know what I'm saying? The, the opposing yeah. team said, if God made a running back, he would be Saquon. Right. And I'm gonna be honest, man. It's like every time he touches the ball, he it's a possibility he can score. Mm-hmm. Every well, single time. I remember them saying that he was saying that he looks at every time that he touches the ball as if it was a third down situation. Mm-hmm. That's what they say he says. Yeah. So he runs with that 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 level of uh enthusiasm, you know? Right. Yep. You know, they try to knock him. 
they try to knock him a little bit. Come, even though he was the best player in his draft, in my opinion, I think in a lot of people's opinions, he was the best player in his draft. You can't pass up on him. You know, I know mm-hmm. that. You know, people were talking about yeah, Giants need to draft the quarterback for the future. That's true. Right. But even though I am, I am definitely, I'm still shaky on Eli. You know what I'm saying personally. Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it seems like when things are perfect around him, mm-hmm. when he has time, he can definitely do what he's supposed to do. And that's all I ask from Eli. Just do what you're supposed to do. Don't turn the ball over and get your ball to the receivers. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. When he has time, like he displayed this last game, he can do that. Mm-hmm. So, Personally, going into this season, I think it would have been a waste of a pick to draft a quarterback because based on the status Eli has in New York, you got an unproven quarterback. Um, Eli would have had to have been really, really bad one game for them to replace him, for that new quarterback to come in. And although mm-hmm. he was bad, um, a lot of times he just ain't had the time, man, because the offensive mm-hmm. line was just so bad. Now, he did make some bonehead mistakes. For instance, that interception he threw at the end of the right. damn uh, half in Philadelphia, that was stupid. Right, right. And that's, that's something that, you know, as a Giants fan, you come to it. You, you think if Eli Manning is your quarterback, you almost go into the game like, okay, if we can just get past the one interception that I know Eli's going to throw, we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You come to live yeah. with that. But – Nobody ever thought he was a terrible quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's like a, he's like an above average game manager, basically. Right. So it would have been a waste of a pick to draft a quarterback who really wouldn't have had an impact on the team. And think about this: think about if Saquon wouldn't have been on the team, what our record would be right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think he yeah. already got like. He already got like twelve touchdowns and over a thousand mm-hmm. yards. So mm-hmm. where would those twelve touchdowns would have came from? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You can't you can't pass up a talent like that when it's sitting right there in your lap. You can't do that. Mm-mm. You gotta you gotta take you gotta take the best player available at that time, and then if you need a quarterback in the future, you worry about it then. Can't jump the gun. Mm-hmm. You know, now there now there are some quarterbacks you just can't pass up on. Right, we've seen that. There's just some guys that are lights out coming out of college. And like I get them on my team. That's one thing in place I ain't got to worry about, and that's the mm-hmm. best. That's the most important position. So some mm-hmm. guys you can't pass up, but um, Saquon Barkley was just something different, man. He he was he was something different coming out of college, and he's everything what he said he was going to be. Um, yeah, it was like, you know, he had a tendency to bounce it outside. He always wants to look for the big run. Well, what's wrong with that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are times where you sometimes just got to get up in there, get four or five yards if you need, you know, it's third and one or something like that. You want that from your running back, and he does that too, by the way. Mm-hmm. But if it's first and ten, you know, I can easily cut it up, maybe get three or four, but if I can make that quick step to the right and get – 15, 20 more yards, or in his case, 30, 40 more yards, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know? So he may be, 
he may have he may be averaging three yards a carry, which is not good for a running back. But you know in your mind, at some point during that game, he's going to break off a 50, 60-yard run. And that's a that's mm-hmm. a hell of a luxury to have on your team. You know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, we ain't sitting at three wins again because I couldn't take that. Last year was just ridiculous. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it looks like they're it looks like they're starting to, although it took it took some time, but it looks as if um, they finally got people in the places they need to be to be effective. That's that's starting mm-hmm. to shape out now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's something that they can build on moving into next year. And if if by some happen chance they happen to squeeze into the playoffs this year, who knows what'll happen? I don't see that happening. So to play off for me will be to beat the Dallas Cowboys at the end of the season. That's all I want to do now. That's it. All right. That's it. I want to spoil their chances. So. All right. So you you want to play spoiler, huh? That's that's exactly what I want to do. When I say right. that'll be the like that'll be the perfect ending to this season, so I can just look at them Cowboy fans in the face and say, "Gotcha." Mm-hmm. All right. Gotcha. But yeah, man, so that was cool to see another win from the Giants. Um but you know how we always do. But let's let's get to the news. A lot of different things. Man, I don't even know where we should start, man. Uh oh, I know where we can start. How about um no, I ain't gonna call I ain't gonna call him Nancy and Chuck. I'm gonna say Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> so, so, so Trump, what it was about, and Trump was like, "Man, oh hell no!" <laughs> That's they, they said he was so mad after that meeting, he was knocking papers off the desk, stormed out, and all that stuff. Man, said he felt he got showed up in front of the cameras. He did because that, and that was done intentional by him because he had hoped. He had hoped to put them on the spot and so forth. Right. But the tables were turned. Right. Well, see, um, he's going to be severely tested next year. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I don't think he's ready for it because he can get away with saying any old type of BS he wanted to when it was an all Republican Congress and they had control of everything because nobody wanted to challenge him. You know, mm-hmm. you may hear like, well, oh, I don't necessarily agree with what the president is saying, but you know what he's doing? He's standing up for the average American. That same BS line he like to throw out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, you know, it's sad, but I, I know there's probably, I mean, you, you hear a lot of this uh, when some of the commentators come on or some of the uh, reporters say when they talk to him. Not off the record, you know, they they sound different than they would going on the record. And and this is due to the fact that regardless of what we say, regardless of what we think, he still until until there's a further crack in the base that he has that supports him, that believes everything that he says. Now, even though 
even though Nancy and Chuck did good, what he wanted to do was say and, and he, and things that would appeal to his base. And that wall was one of those things that he made was a campaign promise. Uh, but, and, but, and, and like, they could have threw it back at him and said, well, I thought Mexico was going to pay for the wall, so we shouldn't even be talking about paying for the wall. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I think, here's where I get in that, though, Ron. I think that because these Republicans are looking to protect their careers, mm-hmm. they're not, they're not, like, okay, you got 44 former senators that put together a letter asking them to appeal to their patriot their patriotism for their country put country above party mm-hmm. but they're putting careers they're putting if they if they intend to run again they feel and rightfully so rightfully so unfortunately that this person has such a grip on the base. Now, if you look at the grip that he has, what is that grip built on? It's not built on any uh, uh, economics because the people are still suffering. Uh, In terms of, we already know that as many of his supporters uh, are looking for the Affordable Care Act and 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 the services it provides, you know, as well as anyone else. And so, the only thing that's left, and I hate to keep going back to this, is that he's running a campaign built on division and and fear, uh, uh, racial bias, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, there's a there's a large segment of that party that when he when he does things like that, they are fine with it. They don't. They, they, hey, as long as he's able to uh, appoint these conservative judges and get these Supreme Court appointments, they're willing to turn their head. Anything that he does to this point, up until this point, anything that he does, they seem to be okay with. Because uh, mm-hmm. they were talking earlier today. How can how can you be an evangelical? Who's supposed to person be all about morality and stuff like that, and endorse the stuff that he does? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I don't even think it's a career that they're putting career over country. I think they're putting greed over country because your career is to make decisions in the best interest of the people you represent. And when I say the people, I mean all the people, not just the section that gives you the most money. All the people you represent. So it's about greed at this point. I'm going to sit there and just deal with it because, you know, the people who put money in my pockets are happy that their taxes are going down, so they get to bag more money. And meanwhile, the poor, the poor stay poor, and the middle class is, is on, their way, on their way down too, and I can care less. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... I got an idiot as president who's destroying all our relationships with all our allies across the world. Um, basically, he's a racist 
uh, yep. tends to make fun of people, throw shots at people on Twitter. It's basically acting like a child in office. I don't care. You know why? Mm-hmm. My people are making money. That's what it's about. But, you know, it's going to be a big difference now. And I think that little meeting they had in the Oval Office is kind of a sign of what's to come. Because, you know, you can throw out the lie after lie after lie when you're talking to somebody who's just kissing your ass the whole time and they don't want to Mm -hmm. offend you. So they can keep winning their office. When it's a difference, when it's somebody who knows what they people want, basically the American people show what they want in the midterms. You can look at how Congress looks right now. There are certain things they want to accomplish, and they want somebody to stand up and challenge this president. I think that's kind of what you saw um, in this Oval Office meeting. Because, you know, he's sitting there trying to brag and boast, like, you know, if he really wanted to go ahead and just and, and pass it and get the money for the wall, he can do it. And Nancy Pelosi was like, okay, well, then do it. You know, for the past two years, you've had the House, you've had the Senate, and you've got the White House. If you really wanted to do it, you could have done it without Democratic votes. And and you know you know why she's able to say that. Why do you think uh, John Boehner resigned? Because or stepped down because the difficulty in dealing with the Freedom Caucus and yep. the rest of the Republicans. Right. Okay. So just like. The Democrats have these different groups, uh, like you have the progressives and, and the moderates and so forth. Now the Republican Party has the same side. At one time, they basically all were in lockstep. But now you have this Freedom Caucus, which has enough members that they can hold back. And so either you're going to, if you want to do it with just your party, then you're not going to be able to do it. So then you got to appeal to Democrats, entice Democrats to come along and so forth, but they don't want right. that. And now, why do you think, uh, what's his name, Paul Ryan, why did he step down? For the same reasons as John Boehner. Mm-hmm. Because that's a difficult group to deal with and so forth. But if anyone knows how to pull people together and that's one thing uh, Nancy displayed in that meeting is her bona fides, you know, showed that because of her experience and everything, she's the right person to go up against him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, just, I'm just glad they didn't tuck their, t- their tail between their legs. That's, that's, that's my thing. That's, re- that's really what I wanted to see. I'm tired of, you know, people going there and let and let him continuously lie to your face and just be like, oh, okay, well, like it's nothing. No. Address that right then and there. You can tell – I'm going to tell you what I got from the meeting. Um, I think Nancy was really trying to have a real conversation about how can, how can we stop the government from shutting down. Uh, let's talk about border security because it's something that we're all concerned with, but the dumbest thing – is building a wall. That's just, this is a waste of money. It's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, I think all Americans would agree that they want some type of border security. And I don't understand with all this technology going on, you have to build a solid wall. Like, it doesn't make any sense. 
Not only that, Ron, but then if you listen to Chuck, they had money. They had $1.6 billion that hasn't even been spent. Hasn't even been spent. You know, so that wall is just something that he, that's a campaign issue he ran on. Like you said, it don't make sense. With the technology that we have today, it don't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. so who's going to pay for it? You say Mexico's going to pay for it. Now you're going to say, you're asking, if that's what I'm saying. This man feels like he could throw anything out there. doesn't have to make sense. doesn't have to right. be uh, what he said originally. You know, now he wants to change it and, and, and may ask us to pay for something that he strictly said um, Mexico will pay for the wall. So they are right. willing to accept whatever line this man throws out. But one thing I will say, Ron, is Nancy, she called him out when he when he when he said, Nancy, I, I see the predicament that you in. Nancy yep. said, Don't even don't even pretend to go there that you understand what I bring to this what I bring to this discussion. Basically. Right. She put him she, she put him right there. Then she went back and said, the wall is like Wall, he has like the wall is something with his manhood. It as if you can measure his manhood in that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she 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 went in. She she yeah. went in. She was like she was like basically you don't have the votes. Like it's it's like yeah, you do not have the votes for the wall. Simple as that. Right. You know, and he would he would he does not want to accept it. But the fact of the matter is, you haven't had. Before the, before the Democrats basically took over Congress, what they're about to do next year, you didn't have the votes before then. Right. So, I mean, don't keep saying, oh, because I need 10 Democrats. I need 10. That's not true. No, he Democrats didn't, he didn't go along with this. Yeah. Democrats didn't go along with that tax cut, but they passed that. Yeah, because he said he could, get, he could get the votes today from the House if he could get 10 Democrats, no, you can't get those votes. And Nancy said, right. if you can, go ahead. She said, do it. Do it. She said, then, then do it. <laughs> and he kept trying to talk over, ignoring what she said. But at the end of the day, you are not going to do it. So she called your bluff. Yeah. It did, uh, did, like you said, by him getting mad at the end of the meeting, throwing papers and stuff, knocking papers all around. That's because... That's because they backed his behind into a corner, and he said, right. "I'll take, yeah, yeah, yeah. I own it. I own it. I own it. I shut the government down. I own it. Yeah. You think the Republicans yeah, yeah. wanted to hear that? Chuck was like, "Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Go he right said, okay, good. And we and we disagree. Thank you. We disagree. <laughs> we disagree. Yep. Hey, look. You know what's even funnier though? What's that? The whole time, Mike Pence is in the background like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Man, they was, they, was, they was going all over Pence last night on all the, talk, on all the uh, late shows. Yeah. They was, they was going I mean, all over. They said Pence was like, they said he was so stiff. They said the only thing you could see moving was his head, you know. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't say one word. Not one, not one. He looked so uncomfortable in that meeting, though. He looked so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, he, he, 
I mean, what is Pence there for, yo? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What, what kind of value does he bring? I, mean, I know what he's there for. I know exactly what he's there for. He's there to keep the white evangelist boat. That's what he's there for. That's the only reason. Because what else does he bring to the table at this point? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, he doesn't bring a lot. And, and, and like like I but I, I go again, though, Ron. I said, if, if he's holding the white evangelicals, then <coughs> they have lost their moral authority. Because everything that they claimed was strengths of the Republican Party mm-hmm. has been thrown out the window by the actions of Trump. That they allow him to anyone else, anyone else, they would have criticized and chastised, but they allow him to get away with it. Now, is it so important? And I, yeah, and, you know, I do get it. Let me say this: I do get it. I do understand. Yes, if you won the election, uh, you should be able to hopefully, and, and regardless of what we might say about Supreme Court, for all parties look for people that are going to be at least, if, if, if they don't, if they don't lean to the right or lean to the left, right. they would at least be somewhat centrist or somewhat moderate, right. somewhat centrist that. You don't know how they're going to rule, but you think they're going to be honest, however, however which way they rule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. we get that. We get that, you know. But uh, and then you look at Trump, you look at all the federal judges. And see, that's another thing people don't not realize. While, 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 okay, we focus on the Supreme Court, but any of those federal judgeships, they are all lifetime appointments. Mm-hmm. You know? So this man, the damage that he has already done, he's done a significant amount of damage now. And and the thing about it, by him getting a couple more seats in the Senate, he's basically guaranteed, unless the Senate shows some type of restraint, uh, to continue to get those federal appointments and so forth, you know, uh, because we just don't have the numbers to be able to to stop it at this point, but I will say this: come 2020, if if the Republicans choose to uh, continue to align themselves with them, more Senate seats, more Senate seats on the Republican side are going to be up for re-election. Yep. And so I, I think you're going. I think you're going to see the same thing that happened in Congress happen in the Senate too. That's my. I personal think. Opinion. I think that's what we. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking yep. about. So now, yeah, I mean, hey, how about good. how about um, how about Chuck Schumer throwing a shot too, right? When the president was bragging about how they won the Senate, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like, he, he said, he said, when the president has to brag about winning North Dakota and Indiana, it's a sad day. <laughs> yeah, because you you're supposed to win those two states. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah it's a sad funny, day. Man. It's a you know, but you know, you know, Ron, you know who I think should really yeah. be part of this conversation oh. is our old friends, Kelvin Stokes 
and Nas. Yeah. We have not heard from them in a while, and I would enjoy hearing from them uh, in the near future, basically. Well, hopefully they hear this, man. If y'all listening, feel free to call in. If you're listening now, call in. And if you uh, hear the episode, call in next week, man. Because yeah, we haven't heard from them in a while. We had some good conversations when they called in. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, yeah, man, this is, uh, that, um, <laughs> that, that meeting in the, in the Oval Office was, was, it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's good to see that. It's like, yes, we finally have some adults in the room. Now, like I said, I'm still, like, I'm still, I'm not on a Democratic bandwagon, Right. Right. But I'm just looking for somebody to show some common sense at this point. You know what I mean? Somebody that can at least go in there and know right from wrong. And then we can go from there. Because we're missing that. Well, we have to we have to continuously and I see this happening basically through all the other with the exception of Fox. Because we know Fox is just a propaganda arm for Trump, basically, and not even the Republican Party, but the Republican Party, but mostly Trump. Okay, they just they just repeat everything. And then I think uh, now he has what he has what the guy, uh, the communications director from Fox News. He's got the lady that he's downgraded the cabinet of the uh, U.S. ambassador, the, the current position that Nikki Haley holds, uh, he's bringing some Fox commentator in to that. She's coming from the from the state house or something to that effect. I think there's like three people that are former Fox associates, you know, that are now in the White House. And he talks about uh, basically as far as chief of staff. Now, uh, he had uh, the young man from Mike Pence as uh, chief of staff, uh, he was going to tap him to be his next chief, but he did, he said no, he declined it. Then I heard, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, you, know, heard you, know, you know what he said? You know what he said? What he said? Oh hell no! Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I heard that, uh, and this this is a senator from Pennsylvania, former senator from Pennsylvania. Uh, Rick Santorum, I heard that he turned it down on TV. Rick Santorum, he 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 know not to go there. <laughs> he know that he know not to go there. And he he gonna really be getting killed on TV after that. Yeah, because um, you know I just think the uh, I, I I think we're going to as as I alluded to earlier, we're going to see the scorched earth approach, meaning. If I go down, everybody's going down. Everybody's going down. And he showed that. He showed that you can be loyal to him for 12 years. If you look at some of the former speeches, uh, comments that uh, Michael Cohen said uh, during 2016 and how he would take a bullet for the president, and stuff like that, a bullet for Donald Trump and so forth. 
And one right now because you're going to jail for he, three years. He, he, he's taking one, but he's also giving one back too. You know, right? And because he left the man hanging, because the man thought basically he thought he was going to go to Washington. Okay. Right. And so that never played out. So, but he did have right. some type of access that he could sell, and so that's what he was trying to capitalize on his position and that he had access. Now, right. At least, at least. He did. He did show some signs of remorse, but like they said, there was a lot of stuff. He said he's got caught on tax evasion. He got taught, caught on this here uh, campaign finance, where he paid these two ladies off to try to squash their stories uh, that was connected to the campaign. Now Trump is trying to say that was a private thing. It had nothing to do with the campaign because he's going to try to use. He's using the John Edwards approach. John Edwards was running, I think, with uh, with uh, uh, Kerry back in 2004. They they found out that he had a baby by a lady who had been following him around doing news, uh, you know, like news reports and stuff like that. So he's he's trying to use that same approach. But now they have uh, the gentleman that came out uh, today. Uh, what's the name? Uh, David Peckers. David Peckers. Right. He's the owner of the Enquirer. It's it's under another yeah. incorporation, but it's the Enquirer, right? And how they killed right. these stories that that was gonna come. These stories that would have come out about Trump. How he how he basically paid to have those stories, you know, buried and so forth. And so he's talking. Then you got Trump's uh. Long time, every even before his father died, this guy was the accountant. Okay, mm-hmm. he's talking, you know, and everything. So, and then you got the lady. I think it's a black lady who was the newly elected attorney general, saying how she's going to be looking into, you know, look into the Trump, Trump, Trump family, any Trump associates. Any of the businesses, all that stuff yeah. is now coming under scrutiny. So he's he's the walls are closing in. They're closing in. Yep. So we're gonna see a lot of stuff going on. And uh this whole thing that he's been trying to call a witch hunt, how much of a witch hunt can it be when you're getting convictions? When you now right. not only and you're getting Americans that have caught up in there and so far, and the only American that has been caught up and refused to uh, uh, plead guilty was Paul Manafort, who was found guilty of eight out of eighteen charge of eight out of yeah eight out of eighteen charges. So he was found guilty, yeah. and then on top of it, when he said he was going to cooperate, they found out that he was lying. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. so. The the the, uh, the the wall and and, and and to be honest, Ron, let's think about this a little bit. Just like big, give me a one more second here. I'm saying, look yeah. here. Here's a man that was 12 years your personal attorney. Now people are seeing a message was sent. A message was yep. sent today. A message was sent to all of those people. That judge said, now, if you go before Congress and you lie, 
you're going to have to pay a $50,000 fine on top of being found guilty. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a cost. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. So now uh, I think you might even see more people starting to get nervous and so forth. And even Flynn, now Flynn's going to turn in his paper, even though they said he substantially cooperated and stuff like that. His lawyers uh, put out this, this statement saying that the FBI did not warn him that he could, but they told him if you would like to, you could have attorneys present. Right. And he, he said no. So yeah. if somebody tells you you can have an attorney present, then don't you think you would at least say maybe I should? You know, something to that effect. And the fact that he was a decorated military hero, he, had, he, had, he was the head of the intelligence, all that. And I think I think all of those things, all of those things, the only thing that the only thing that that I can see that they 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 charged Flint Flint with Flint with was that he lied to the FBI. So if he had right. just told the truth, if he had just told the truth, yeah, you may you you could have criticized what he was doing, but he just needed to tell the truth. But he lied. Yeah. Yeah. And now you got to pay the price. It's simple yeah. as that. Yeah. You know? Now, now he, way he's looking for him. He don't do no time. Yeah, so he must have given us some good information. That's what he I'm gave saying. Some, he, gave us, he gave us some good information. He gave us some good information. And I think another message yeah. was sent, too. The message was, like, despite how loyal you, you think he is to you, at the end of the day, he only cares about himself. That's the message that, and I, I, yeah, I might have missed it when I was trying to explain yeah. it earlier. But you're absolutely right. That's the message. Yep. Because look how you know he talked about Michael Cohen in the beginning. He's a good guy. Yep. It's so terrible that yep. they raided his place, and you know it's despicable and blah blah blah. Now he's weak. Yep. He's weak. He's a weak person. He uh, he's only doing this so he can get a reduced sentence. But my thing is this: by you saying he's weak, um, that's kind of like something a, a, a mob boss or something would say. Like, oh, you can't yeah. you can't hold water. You're a snitch, basically. Snitches get snitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's supposed to be the president of the United States talking like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like you tell on me, you weak. And not only that, Ryan, but let's to okay. Let me just ask: How many times did Trump get a deferment from Vietnam? How many times, Ryan? Five damn times. And what did he? What was? What, what was the reason? Bone spurs or something like that. Now they was just talking last night. The man that he's been saying was uh, heading this witch hunt, Robert Mueller, uh, when he went to the service, he he had physical grounds that prevented him, but he went back and worked on those things so that he could go and fight. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference. I mean, he's a hero. Robert Robert Mueller's a hero. That man... He had legitimate grounds. 
right. legitimate ground not to have to go to Vietnam. But he he was so patriotic that he went and worked on whatever deficiency he had so that he could go. And it turned out he was a good, I think it was second lieutenant and so forth. Uh, people have credited him with, you know, saving their lives and things of that nature. That's a hero. That's a patriot. That's a hero. That's somebody that yeah. said that his Vietnam was uh, preventing sexually transmitted diseases from happening to him. Wow. I mean, and that's also, not only did Robert Mueller do that, he came home and made a career in law enforcement. Exactly. So he spent he spent his career protecting the the laws in America, and what have you done but spent a career breaking them all? That's exactly. It. How did exactly. you become president? Because you tried, and he thought he thought, but he this is how naive he was. He did not. He wants to turn the Constitution upside down. Basically, right. he wants to turn this country into an authoritarian-style uh, government, such as Russia, such as these other uh, over there in North Korea, all that kind of stuff there. Uh, that's what he was trying to do. Uh, and, 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 and if anything should come out of this, it should say something to us that I, the Founding Fathers, usually when I look back at the Founding Fathers, I say, well, oh, they were pretty they were pretty smart. They were pretty, and they are. They were pretty smart people. They were. And they, and they are. Yeah. But I think, I think what Trump has done is expose, expose gaps in the Constitution. Gaps yeah. that need to be revised and corrected. That's what I think he's yeah. done. So that no other person that it's like, in other words, Ron, they may have to, and they may eventually have to come and say, you know what? The hell with that. A sitting president can be indicted. Yeah. Because they're saying, they're saying, say that they're saying that saying he's able to survive and run for reelection, and say just so happens he gets reelected. They say the statute of limitations will run out. On the on the crimes that he committed, so wow. that that's like, oh shit, that's like. You mean tell me this guy can just? It's that's not right. I mean, just, but look right. at look at the um, look at the presidency that was set moving forward. You had sure. any any everybody being elected to president doing anything they want to do. But you know that's, what, Ron? Yeah. But the, see, that's the thing. See, see, he would have gotten away with it. I guarantee you, they would do something to prevent others from getting away with it. You know, my question is this: Now they say a sitting president can't be indicted, right? Yeah. What what's what's the extent of the crime, though? Because nobody seems to define that. Like him, can this president murder somebody and they can't bring an indictment to him? They have to wait till he's impeached to, to try to do that? That's what they, it sounds like they're saying. I mean, and, crazy. You know, and it, it is crazy. I mean, um, I 
think, I think, I <laughs> think where I feel. She, if he committed the crime, he needed to do the time. Yeah. And no, nobody, they keep saying nobody's above the law, right? Right. So and if a sitting president breaks the law, why can he not be indicted? I don't right. understand that. So that means he is I above the law. This, I say this. I say that Pence, even though I'm not, I'm not in, enthused about having Pence, but I would, I would make that point that a, no, a sitting president just can't go and do whatever he wants, and there be no repercussions. Yeah. You know, there has to be a price. He has to pay a price. Yeah, I yeah. agree because he's supposed to represent. He's supposed to be represent America, who we are, and that's that's not who I am at all. No. And so, then, 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 Ron. Okay, now look at the lady. They say she's not necessarily a Russian spy, but she's like, uh, I guess she's peddling Russian influence and Russia's interests. And that's the lady, Butina, that Butina. Yeah. uh, Yeah. They say she's going to plead guilty and she's going to cooperate. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, and Putin has already been said, Putin said, I don't know who she is. I don't know nothing about her. You know what I'm saying? So I tell you what, whatever. If if I if if I if I was her and I plead guilty and say I'm going to cooperate, then you guys are going to have to make it so I can stay here in the United States. Don't send me home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And they said there's something called an S-1 visa, uh, something to that effect, where she could stay after she served her time. She could still stay in the states. Well. I would sure as hell be pressing for it, man, because uh, I know well the guy, the guy that she was working with over in Russia, the, the head of a bank or something, he's suddenly yeah. retired. Nobody can get in touch with him. He, he might, he might be gone. <laughs> he might be gone. He might be gone for real. Yeah. 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 That's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't trying to. So, I ain't trying to be for allies with people who are doing, who are moving like moving and shaking like that. Like this whole, this whole Khashoggi thing with Saudi yeah. Arabia. Yeah. This, this is like a. It's like a movie. You know what I mean? Like we talking about a man who was lured and killed and then mutilated. Basically, they cut him into pieces, and they yep. still haven't showed anybody where the body is at. It's, it's you crazy, know, uh, right? Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, we just I don't I don't know where we we can't we can't like just be like this stuff is okay as long as we getting money from them. It, nah, man. At yeah. some point, you gotta have some type of morals, man. Like, yeah, you know, I like I like getting this money and doing all this stuff, but I can't keep you know hanging with people who are killing people in. And like it's and just, the money, come on, man. The money is all about the selling of weapons, arms, and stuff of this nature, uh, right. uh, aircraft, uh, uh, things of that nature. That's what the money thing is. And okay, so you you look at it this way. So okay, so you got Americans that are building these planes and stuff like that, and the more orders you get, the more jobs to be created and stuff like that. 
Do you want a job? To do you want a job that results from someone being killed uh, in the barbaric way that this man? Well, regardless of how they were killed, but killed right. for no more of a reason than them uh, them writing a few articles that might be viewed as unfavorable to your to your country your fellow countrymen, right. his fellow countrymen, and so forth. So uh, is, is it – so, see, and that's where, that's where I guess, Ron, that we, we – it's like – you can hear him today. You can hear Trump say, like – I think he said in an interview with, with Reuters, he said, uh, he said that because the economy is doing good, because unemployment is so low, because of the tax cut, that he's doing a good job. And so because everything else that he did, disregard that. Disregard that. You know, don't look at that. You know, but these are not small things. First of all, if you, and they keep saying there's no collusion. No, they're going to prove all that stuff. All that stuff going to come out. Because he initially said no one on his campaign had anything to do with any Russians, but yet there's 16 people now that have had contact with Russia. Ain't never had many contact with Russians that I know of from any one political party. Never had that amount of contact with any type of Russians and so forth. So there are some issues going on there. And there there may not be no such thing as collusion, but there's such thing as conspiracy. And there's a conspiracy to deny the American public uh, 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 a fair and unimpeded election, and so forth. So that's 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 like that's on the level of treason, man. To me, that's on the level of yeah, treason. And, and, and conspiracy is a crime. Collusion is not at this point. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So so I'm gonna go with the conspiracy because it looks like a whole bunch of that going on in the background. You know. And that's I tell what you the what. Lady, huh? So I'll tell you what, it's one person that doesn't care, and that's 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 Orrin Hatch. Oh, hell oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know what? You're like a complete idiot. And you know what, Ron? He's on his way yeah. out too, because this is his last year. Well, he's going out with his tail tucked between his legs like a coward. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's who Mitt Romney is really, really replacing Orrin Hatch. And so yeah. he don't give a damn. No, he doesn't. He don't give a thing. Is he gonna he he gonna go home with all his yep. millions in the bank? Yep. You know, doing his thing, just chilling out for the rest of his life. And guess what? He ain't gotta pay a lot of taxes on it because he got a tax cut. He got a How tax about that? cut, and his tax cut is probably in that group that's permanent because most of those people, senators like that, and and, and congressmen, they've been there as long as they have. They are mostly millionaires. Right. They're mostly right. millionaires. You know? So hmm. yeah, it's 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 a sad thing, man. It, it's a really it's it's like I don't know, Ron. Only thing I can say we have to keep our eyes on the news going forward to see yeah. if there's any uh cracks in the support from his base. What will it take? 
what will it take, if it can take anything, for his base to finally realize this is not the person you want to be associated with? Yeah. I think um, I think we start to see that happen a little bit, man. I think that you know every time we got another conviction that comes down, every time he does something like what he did with the the Khashoggi murder, where it's just like, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, we're getting a lot of money from Saudi Arabia. They're gonna buy you know some arms from us, and it's it's a very lucrative deal. So who cares if they murdered and mutilated somebody? Yeah, a lot of Republicans ain't like that. You know and the thing about it, thing about it, Ron. Why why do we think this person is any different than the person he was before he became president? When he stiffed right. when he stiffed people that worked for him. Yeah. Then they would have well, to, to sue show, him, but yeah. You got to show a difference, first of all. You know what I mean? He ain't showed me nothing different from what I seen fifteen years ago. The same person. So yep. What you think was gonna change that when he became president? Nothing. You know, mm-hmm. doing the same BS that he was the doing. Same before. BS. It's literally, yep. it's literally a reality show. T- it's a reality TV show yep. in our government right now. That's what's running our mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. You know, from 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 his from what he does every day, from the tweeting to the to the statements he makes on TV. Like I, some of the stuff don't even make sense as far as what he be saying. What did right. he mean about when he told? When he, talk, when he told Chuck Schumer, he said, whether we get it through you or through military, we're going to get it done. What does he mean by that? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of what struck does he mean me by, too. by military? Yeah. I was yeah. like, what does he mean we get it done by military? What exactly does that mean? Are we talking about, like, yeah. martial law? Or, I mean, like, what's, what are we doing? Well, you know what he said? He did say if he gets impeached, that his supporters will take uh, take to the streets. So, okay, so are you sending a message? Are you sending a message to your supporters that this is what you know? If you were if you were any decent human being, you would say you would you would own up to like you would, you would do like like uh, Cohen did and just just own up to what you did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's not going to. You know, at this point, I mean, and also let's let's keep it real. Like, yeah, your supporters can get out in the streets, but you know that 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 strong Trump base that ain't a lot of people. Okay, this and you outnumbered. So y'all y'all come out in the streets and start acting the fool if you want to, and you're gonna see what really what we really about in this country. And that's where I'm saying I would hope to see the sixty-some percent of us who don't approve. Of the things that he's doing Show up out there in the streets When they show up out there Right Well that's another good episode man We at the end now All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in Whether you listen live and listen to the archive We will be back on next week With another episode I'm pretty sure we're going to have a lot more content To talk about it Maybe we maybe we see a couple more indictments by that time Who yeah. knows Yeah But uh with that said, I think we out of here, man. All right, son. Take care. Enjoy. See you next week. <laughs>